All right. So my topic this week is the raid on the Stop Cop City bail fund organizers that took place and the vote that just happened to fund Cop City. Um, my name's Erica, and I am the host of Cocktails and Capitalism. I'm joined by Desmond Price of the Independent Thought Podcast and John Cooper of Counterpoint Politics. Um, and we are here to just dive into this crazy topic. So on May 31st, um, this huge militarized SWAT team raided the house of these bail fund organizers, arresting three of them on very trumped up charges. Uh, they were charged with money laundering and charity fraud. And, and the the warrants listed things like um, having paying for COVID tests, paying for gasoline, paying for Uber rides, paying for yard signs as proof of these alleged crimes of um, money laundering and charity fraud. So this is an insane overreach of state power, and it was conducted both by the Atlanta Police Department and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Um, and Kamau Franklin, who I've had on the show multiple times, he's the founder of Community, Community Movement Builders. He was in the New York Times stating that law enforcement is now attacking the very infrastructure of organization and movement politics, which is exactly what they're doing with this raid. Um, the judge that looked at the warrants or the judge that looked at the case was very unconvinced by the warrants and within the warrants themselves there were lies about the fact that uh, well the warrants said that the group was classified by the united states department of homeland security as domestic violent extremists but then the department of homeland security came out and said no we are not designating the defend the defend the atlanta forest organization as a terrorist group and anyone associated with it is not automatically a criminal. <laughs> they explicitly came out to say this, which is wild to me. <laughs> um, so, and yet, this is this is the line of rhetoric that is being used to criminalize these people for providing legal defense, you know, helping helping protesters find lawyers and helping with bail funds when they're arrested. Um, so then, just just a couple days ago there was the vote, the official vote to fund Cop City. And before that, there was an absolutely historic public comment period where hundreds and hundreds of people spoke. Um, and there were 15 fucking hours of public comment. I watched almost the entire thing. I was up all night. Um, so, and that contributed to me feeling sicker actually. Um, but yeah, so like basically 98% of the people who spoke, spoke in opposition to Cop City, saying that it is going to destroy one of the last forests in the area that is like the lungs for our region of Atlanta, um, that it is going to, you know, in increase police uh, terrorism in these communities. Um, all of these different complaints, they, um, firefighters spoke, doctors spoke, children spoke, organizers. It was a um, an incredible show of, um, very, very impassioned and very well-grounded um, arguments against this militarized police training facility in Atlanta. Um, and so uh, I, I kind of wrote down also some of the, um, a little bit about the pathway forward for some of these activists and whether or not we can actually hope to 
end cop city, even though it's, the funding has been voted upon. Um, but I think maybe instead of diving into that, I'll just open it up and we can talk about all of this crazy shit. <laughs> you know, Erica, one of the things that I noticed when kind of doing my research for this, this isn't a topic, like it's a topic I'm aware of, but haven't really covered myself too much. And I realized that there are not many resources really describing what is going on here. It is a remarkably blank slate in terms of media coverage. And it's surprising to me um, because, you know, cops are a hot button topic. You know, this isn't we're not talking tax reform here, you know, and it there, there's meat to this. There's over, you know, government overstep. And I was just shocked with how little resources there are. So can you or, or Desmond, either, either you can, can you explain to me and the audience what exactly is Cop City? Why is it a bad thing? that it's being made like shouldn't we allow cops like as much training as they possibly want isn't that kind of the point of a lot of people on the left saying they they should have more training um i'm asking these questions rhetorically but i think it, even just like this is these are the questions that will come to mind for a lot of americans because they barely heard anything about it so yeah. my question <laughs> <laughs> well uh yeah i mean that's a great question um cop city is a massive militarized police training facility that uh, the city of Atlanta is trying to construct that would um, be training police from around the country, uh, but also potentially around the world. It would include things like um, a, a bomb testing facility, a helicopter pad, um, you know, like it's just this massive, massive training facility. They would even include things like a um, a club for police to go and party and as well as some housing and stuff. So it is this basically like a Mecca that has been um, concocted because of the, the drop in police morale after the 2020 uprising. So there were so many uh, police leaving police forces. And so in response to that, uh, the authorities in Atlanta decided, okay, we are going to create this facility that will then, um, you know, show show our police some love and give them some of the, you know, the tools that they'll need to uh, to keep going and kind of increase police morale, basically, um, in spite of the fact that the communities around this facility are predominantly people of color, communities of color. Um, they are, this is, proposed to be built within one of the last remaining forests within Atlanta that is that operates as like yeah the the lungs of the city and also prevents um things like floods because of the the trees that are in there um so this is this is important for environmental reasons it's important for social justice reasons um that that this project be stopped um and yeah, I don't know. I think I think that was kind of the basics of what Cop City is. But did you have any more specific questions about it? I was just going to add there. It's also an economic factor because this thing is costing billions of dollars that aren't going to the people of Atlanta. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and that's nothing there. Desmond, yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? The the People's Republic of China. 
spends the second most amount of dollars in the world on their military, second only to the United States. The total amount of money that we spend on our police force here in America is actually more money than the country of China spends on its military budget every year. I didn't know (laughs) that. What? (laughs) Fuck. Their morale. Their morale. They had to build their own city. Yeah. to help the morale, you know, because obviously they're not making that much money in the first place. Hey, I, I honestly, some of the stories that you've covered over the over the last few months, Erica, they've been absolutely terrifying, truthfully speaking. Talking about people who are in a forest, basically just trying to sit there. It's just a protest. You're sitting in a forest to prevent people from tearing down said forest to build this hyper-militarized uh, area for the police to come in and do all this training for to which mm-hmm. we can all just assume how that training is going to be utilized when it comes yeah. to what exactly the training is looking for. People are, are being hit with domestic terrorism charges for occupying a treehouse, being actually issued more potential time in jail than someone like, you know, like Derek Chauvin for, you know, killing people. Uh, it's just, it's absolutely... Right. People who are being labeled as domestic terrorists. And, and again, like this is all I'm, I'm glad that maybe the you know Department of Homeland Security came down in particular. And this time it said like, oh, no, we're not labeling them this way. But they're still keeping that labeling for the people defending the forest in the first place. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's absolutely mind boggling to me. And as we said in prior conversations, Erica, this is all happening underneath the Biden administration. Yeah. You know, like how different would this conversation be taking place if this was happening under the Trump administration? This is something that I'm constantly thinking about and how under Biden's Homeland Department that they are classifying people as domestic terrorists for hanging out in a forest, in a forest, right? I mean, I, I actually thought it was a great piece that The Daily Show did. One of the but few the mainstream outlets. Desmond. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that at least the Daily Show, one of the mainstream outlets went down there and they did cover this. And I thought that Roy Wood Jr.'s, you know, kind of commentary on this was very funny. And and yeah. we really do need more coverage on this story because honestly, it is absolutely incredible what's happening down there. And like you were saying, just crickets. No one's really yeah. talking about it. No one at all. Yeah. It and there are a few agencies as we've discussed before that are re- really, really covering the story well. The Intercept, uh, Unicorn Riot, and NPR, Democracy Now!, they're doing a great job of, of covering the story. But really, it is it is one of the most important stories, I think, of our lifetime. And and is in terms of the, the discourse around policing that emerged from 2020, this is taking that to the next level. People are actually trying to implement the ideas that were being spread during that that uprising, you know? So we need to be amplifying the shit out of this struggle and trying to bring other people in, educating them about what's happening. Um, it's, the fight continues. Like these folks are not backing down. After 15 hours of public comment at five in the morning when they voted to fund Cop City, um, folks were immediately chanting, uh, Cop City will never be built. And Viva Viva Tortuguita, who is the uh, the forest defender who was shot 60, 57 times during a prior raid of the forest uh, for against these protesters who are basically pra- practicing civil disobedience to protect a sacred natural area 
and also to prevent this this horrible facility from ever being built. Um, so folks are not backing down. They're going to try to um, bring this to a vote in November to so to bring it to the Atlantans and get them to vote on never ever building Cop City. And so I'm very hopeful about that. I'm hopeful about the campaigns to target the construction companies and the other companies involved in ensuring the project. Um, I think those things are very promising avenues for trying to stop this. For those in our audience who are unaware, we record all of you know each of our weekly episodes all at one time. And this is the last one that we're doing this week. And it is very much dawning on me that there is a through line through everything that we've discussed this week that can be nicely summed up here. And that's this, Desmond, you, you, you mentioned, or, or I should say first, we talked about how with the Bible um, being banned, and we talked about how book banning is what the Nazis did. This is clearly against First Amendment rights. The conservative idea of small government is ideologically opposed to book banning. And you, it's the same thing here. We have armed police officers in uniform in the, in the legislative chamber while they are voting on these issues. Uh, we have massive overreach of cops arresting protesters who are practicing their First Amendment rights, um, who are just making up charge. Like that is big government overreach. And it's something that conservatives and us on the left should both be crying out against because it's ideologically opposed to what both of us stand for. And we should be holding hands and joining forces to stop this. And you mentioned earlier, Desmond, about how, you know, New York is having this climate crisis, but, you know, we'll, people don't really care until it's on their doorstep. This has been happening in the rest of the country the whole time. I feel like there's part of that with this top cop city of, oh, we have Atlanta. I don't live in Atlanta. Who really cares? That The Atlanta police aren't going to affect me. But think about what one of the most contentious political areas in this entire country is. It's DeKalb County. It is... Mm -hmm flips entire elections that area. We have Trump trying to pressure the governor of Georgia to switch the election results. And it's not a coincidence that this is happening in Atlanta, um, where we're seeing this rising authoritarian government overreach, where if they can implement this strong police force and arrest pro protesters and stop organizing movements because suddenly we're able to have companies sue unions who strike, um, it's all coming together and that will affect the entire country. And yeah. it's really something that we all need to look at, recognize and go, well, damn, I know this is Nazi shit is an overused term in this country, but this is fucking Nazi shit. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh. This police state that is forming around the country, like you're, you're saying, John, it's, it's, it's a domino effect. You know, it, it if cop city is constructed in Atlanta. It's not going to be the only facility like that that's constructed in the United States. It's just the first one. And so it's it's super important what's happening down there and that we kind of continue to put the spotlight on this story because in my mind, this is probably just the beginning uh, as far as what we're going to see around the country. And you know the the overarching police state surveillance state whatever you want to call it it feels like it just keeps you know just growing as, as time goes on and people become more and more desensitized to it even something that i thought i would never see something like robot dogs policing the streets of los angeles which are apparently coming soon it is it, very ominous to me and i would hope that more people would kind of stop and, and ask ourselves like 
even if you're somebody who's like pro police, you know, like, do you actually think that we need to be doing things like cop city? Is that, is that really necessary to be training them in, in that way? Yeah. I mean, is that kind of more or less the future that we want to be building for ourselves? Is there even evidence that over-policing is actually leading to lower crime rates? Question that maybe we should be asking ourselves <laughs> a little bit more of. So I, I don't know. I would just hope that we could kind of take a step back and ask ourselves, you know, even if you are somewhat pro-police, like, is this something that we actually need in America? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, um, you know, you guys are both very right to point out that, like, this is the the precedents being set by this, by the criminalization of protesters, by the the hounding of folks for simply providing legal support and bail fund support. Um, this is a model for repressing protest that is going to be scaled up, exported across the country for things like climate change protests, for for things like direct action groups that are trying to shut down fossil fuel projects because fuckers like Joe Manchin keep approving things, you know, like, so this is, and, and I wanted to just finally add that, like, it doesn't matter what side of the political aisle you are, you're on, protest is, is important. And you need to have that as a tool to be able to speak out and make change if the government is oppressing you. Do you want a state? Do you want a country where protesters can be treated like criminals where you can be disappeared locked away and you know or killed on on the site for engaging in protest this is the world that cop city is trying to usher in and it needs to be stopped i just want to build off of what you just said there erica because i think you bring up an amazing point if cops aren't your thing even if you're a pro-cop person this is the th sort of thing that allows the government to stop whatever your thing is. If you care about the environment, if you care about tax reform, if you care about mm -hmm. social justice, if you care about uh, making the government smaller, if you care about the military, whatever it is, this is how the government builds up the power to stop whatever you want from happening. And even if you can be pro-police and be against this level of overreach and that's okay.